Mine were um, seeker, ballsy, secretive. Okay. You guys ready? Ready to go? Okay. Um, your stories were fantastic and your shares. And um, when I heard them, I could say that, I mean, you know, your, your, your stories about, you know, dealing with heroin, all kind of stuff. And I was wondering, like, was he seeking there? Was it to avoid pain? Was he looking for some higher realm? So I was wondering what was going on there. You know, he was seeking something. Um, so, yeah, that your stories to me always seemed like you were, you know, seeking out something. Um, the stories with your, your partner, the love, you know, told Tar that, hey, I, you know, I, I don't want to do that. And I'm sitting there cringing. I'm going like, damn, that guy's ballsy. You know, so <laughs> that was, that was great. I mean, you know, you said, I wish I was more like that. I said, wow, that was a good lesson for me. It's like, you know, you got to be true to yourself. I mean, yeah, and I don't think you really did it in a mean way. You just said how you felt. And so I thought that was really, it really made a big impression on me, that example for sure. Um, you're ballsy in opening up your whole life about all the issues you've had and where, where you come from and where you're going. So I think that was good. Um, the first email, even before we met, um, and Jeff sent around the, his email, he's like, I go, who is this guy? Is he, is he taking over Jeff's job here? <laughs> and then when I met you, I go, wow, he's nothing like I thought he was going to be at all. He's such an open-hearted person. Um, secretive. I don't want to run out of time. This is one of the few times I might actually run out of time. <laughs> anyway, enough about me. Um, secretive. I feel like even the, you're very open, obviously very open, but I feel like there's there's something there that uh, I don't know. Maybe it's become just more curious or whatever. But it's like I get a feeling there's more to you than meets the eye, and uh, there's more more stories there or more things going on inside. And I encourage you to keep open, stay opening up and doing what you're doing because it's for me it's fantastic. I really appreciate it. You meeting you as a person and seeing what you're doing with your life. It's really fun. It's recording. It is. All right. Hey, Michael. Hello. What's up, man? Uh, my words were childhood best friend. This is in reverse order. Uh, unfiltered and Phoenix. I'm going to kind of do them backwards because it's going to be really hard for me to give you anything objective because there's just like so much about the way that you are that wraps up with a lot of my own wounds and needs and desires in the work I'm doing that makes it hard for me to like not be projecting a lot of stuff so some of this is going to be about me but um when I was a kid my family extended family would get together a lot and my cousin Nate and I were like super tight and we'd like plan out how we were going to beat the video game and like wish on a star like we wished for ATVs this one night I don't know we, like, we did it right they have to give us the ATVs um for some reason just like being around you kind of reminds me of that time and uh, you know, I think it's partly just because cool. I feel like cool. I can be real and I know that you'll be real with me. And maybe that's like why you were in high demand when people were picking you for one-on-ones earlier, because <laughs> we're all just looking for some realness, you know? Yeah. Um, and you are definitely, it's clear that you're 
about that. Like, you're not going to stand for bullshit because you want shit to be real, which is admirable and inspiring. Um, and yeah, man, Phoenix, like, it's just another way of saying, like, getting back together from broken, but I think that Phoenix also carries with it, there's, like, this power and fire in you that, with the rebirth of, that you've experienced in your life, that I feel anyway. I remember being in this party in college and, you know, small liberal arts college, like, pretty much upper middle class white people mostly, but there's, like, this one guy who was, like, a straight up gangster, like, just there, and he was, like, telling us all this story about how he had, like, you know, been dealing heroin and done all this stuff and killed a bunch of people and then he found Jesus and like now he was like had this different view on life but what I remember is like the quality of his heart was like he was just so awake to life because he had gone through that and that's how he could put himself in that weird situation with all these people who were like not his tribe at all (laughs) and just start talking to us about the truth of things you know like Mm. it was really inspiring and I've seen that archetype a few times since and you know I talked a little bit about my brother's struggles so I've seen it some with him too but I think that all of that, like, just brings it together of, like, you really want to, like, have a true, pure, clean life, which, clean in the sense of, like, really being real about shit and being real with other people and facing your shit, um, which is, like, magnetic and attractive and makes me feel close to you, and I have trouble expressing myself, so your unfilteredness is great, but, yeah, I was just gonna say that, uh, as far as, like, the more of a growth edge, it's, like, I could see where, like, this is somewhat a story I'm making up, but I could see where, like, if shit was really hard to keep it together for a long time, and now you are, and you want to live life, like, so well, and, like, have it be amazing, and, like, taste everything that it has to offer, it also feels like there could be, like, some pressure with that to, like, keep it going, like, keep this amazingness and awakeness going, and it feels like you're, like, coming at it with some intensity, And I would love to see you just, like, feel more settled in yourself in it. Like, it's clear that you're, like, in it. You're going to be real. You're doing the shit. You're doing the visionary work. You're being real with your partner and men and other people in your life. But also, like, can you just feel, like, in your own skin at the same time? So, I hope that lands. Thanks, Ben. Like, the, our, our, these are coming, we're just right. <laughs> <laughs> ATVs are coming, motherfucker. We put them out there in time. First time I see something. That's so good. Refining, seating. Uh, what was my third word, Ben? Believing. Believing. Yeah, Michael. Uh, my experience of you lately, uh, these really all relate, refining, seating, believing. Um, I see and experience you refining your capacities consistently. Uh, and it's some version of channeling your power and your heart in a, in a more refined, skillful way. Less the blowtorch more the you know more the I, I, i'm not sure what but but we could even say welder i mean stick with that and like not just burning shit down but actually creating shit with with intensity and fire and 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 intention <clears throat> and the seating and the believing for me are really connected and what i meant by seating is i feel you taking your seat more and more and more 
Uh, and I'll just piggyback up what Bendel just said. It feels like a continuation of um, you, some version of, because you, you kind of have to slow down to take your seat. You kind of have to actually know a little bit about yourself. And believing, why that came up strongly for me is I feel you believing in yourself more. In what you bring, what you offer, what your gifts are, your capacities are, uh, what your powers are. And really pointing them in a direction that is it's rooted inside of you. Moving from the in to the out. Um, and I thought it earlier tonight, with you in leadership positions, and I know we've kind of push back and forth on each other about sort of fuck that or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, oh and also it, I'm not saying you should or shouldn't do anything. And I will share it consistently. It came up, like I said, just in the last hour and a half, I feel you and your leader more and more and more, whatever that looks like, however it shows up, it feels like it's knocking on your door in this way of, taking your seat and actually being in your power and and understanding your power differently and better and your impact differently and better um, in this way that I think it's the, you know, we don't just decide to be a leader in my experience, that we actually are impelled by something other than our ideas of ourselves. And I, I feel some version of that brewing in you. Thank you, Jim. You're welcome, brother. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Oh, yeah.